Hello, good evening, and good welcome to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern episode 148. I'm Jamie, and this week I've got Scottish Gruff Ross with me. Come on in, Mr. Scottish Gruff Ross. How are you? You're on mute. I can't hear you, but it's a welcome back. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Did you enjoy your um, uh, big sweaty men running around chasing bulls last week? I didn't. See, I'm not even got my talking voice on through. I did very much enjoy the big sweaty men running around chasing balls last week. Yes. Happy days. Happy days. And did your team of choice or out the two win? No. Ah, well. Useless. Fucking useless. Clearly, clearly not a Swifty then. So outrageous. Fuck, fuck the Swifties. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we could sit here and talk, uh, you know, NFL all night. You know, I'm a big fan, but yep. let's, uh, let's let's get cracking. We've got plenty of Xbox related stuff to talk about. But it's not just me and Scottish Ruff. We've got no <gasps> MPP Graham, or we've got no Millie Manny and either. They're away with their families this weekend. Then who so do we have? Filling in the the best way he can because he is the legend, the myth, the um, of another big word of grandeur. Special guest Pete. He's back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, I am very much looking forward to this threesome tonight. How are you? <laughs> Can it be a threesome? <laughs> exactly, especially on a Sunday evening, 8 p.m. Nice threesome, I appreciate that one. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to, we've obviously got a lot to talk about in relation to Xbox's business update um, and various games and bits and pieces. Uh, but, gentlemen, I, I realised I said before we started that I'd already underguessed a game and I failed tremendously. But would you two like to have a crack? I mean, I don't, can't say I'm going to be much use, but there's, fuck there's it. There's no harm in looking, is there, I suppose? Let's have a quick look, should we? So, guess the dot game. If you're not familiar, it's a website like Wordle where you uh, choose, uh, try, and, sorry, try and guess the game via six pictures with little clues here and there. Without um, throwing you under the bus, James, this game looks older than I am. Am I correct? <laughs> I would believe you are correct, yes. Did I Fantastic. Really like I really don't so this is, is it like an Atari game, is it, or something? <laughs> I'm not, you're not getting any hints from me other than that one. Right, so it's older than me, so that kind of rules me out of this. <laughs> I mean, is it like Space Invaders? <laughs> you have the you have the internet, I believe in you. Uh, yeah, no, right. so I think we're not getting anything on that one, Pete. Should we just skip it? Yeah. No. Right, let me, uh, let not, me, it's, let it's me not load a, up my phone while you guys on. look at this one. 93 read on Minecraft. Yeah, do, do you know what, actually? I think I might have misled you when I said it was older than you. I forgot which game it was. Yeah, no, it's not older than you. I was going to so say Minecraft. You've you got plenty of time. You've got plenty of time. So it's not like a NES Zelda game, then? No, it, had to be, it would have to be later, because they are. that's Metacritic's not been all around that long, has it? No. Um, yeah, especially because Pete pointed out before we started, I did fail this. However... Um, I at least had heard of it once I saw what the game was, so uh, hopefully you should. Any guesses, Pete? Should be in, in with the uh, chat between you. <laughs> What's a rip-off of Mario? Because that looks like Mario Lava. <laughs> it does look like Mario Lava, yes. <laughs> no idea. Oh, what the fuck? That's just... Oh, original platform, PC. Uh, I have not Lem Lemmings. <laughs> I would hope I would have got Lemmings. Not to yeah, I feel like I would have got. Yeah, no. as, as, as baby faces I am, Lemmings was still in my generation. Is that pickaxes at the top? Yeah. Certainly looks that way, doesn't it? Uh, so, uh, I mean, judging by the faces, it's got to be like 
you're controlling multiple multiple. Yeah, people. I was gonna say it's like a population type Some thing. Kind right? of like RTS kind of No idea. No, what, what the fire is that a clue? Is it the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I um, again I'm sure if you played the game you this will help you tremendously, but this, when this came off I was like, that is just complete left hand, I've no idea. Uh, obviously, if you're just listening, it's just a weird fucking Matrix glitch, glitch type uh, image. Um, I have not 2000, a clue. 2006. And we've got a bit of a... Uh, got a picture of a rugged man. Could be like a dwarf, dwarf? or a gnome. Any games you know they got dwarves in them? Lord of the Rings. That is true. <laughs> uh, um... What are having to guess? I do enjoy this. There's 645 games now. Go and check it out. Guess the dot games. Tremendous. They're not all the shit as this one. My favourite things to do every day. Except for when I was supposed to leave it for Sunday and I forget and do it anyway. Yeah, dumbass. No um, idea. Not that I would have really helped you today at all anyway. And that just made it even less helpful. I mean, I guess you'll see it in action, but... B12 games. So it's like a dwarf living simulator? Dwarf simulator. <laughs> dwarf living simulator. Type type dwarf into the uh, into the thing and see what we get. I can't see the answers. Dwarf fortress. That, that sounds fun. Congratulations, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> Very well done. Yes! Pulled out oh! right at the end there. Oh! Uh, have either of you actually heard of? Dwarf fortress? <laughs> Probably fuck. I seen dwarfs. We seen a fortress. It's oh, fucking one. I tell you what, we yeah we. Well, oh, I tell you what, clutch for the fucking win. Oh, you pulled that one out. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I completely skipped over the dwarf in the picture. Was it picture three or whatever? When you started saying about that, didn't even spot that. And I got to I the mean, end. We had no, no idea what it was. You got to pay attention no. to the little details, you know. Yeah. Devils in the details, James. Devils no. in the details. Indeed. Three minutes past midnight on a Saturday night. It's probably not. It's the best time to be looking for the. She's stumbling to the toilet to go for yeah. things like yeah. late old man pee. Old man pee time. Um, but yes, well done, gentlemen. Dwarf Fortress. Okay, go check out Guesta.game. Tremendous fun. Well, what a great way. And well done. You started. Have you, have you played Dwarf Fortress then, Jamie? No, never heard of it. Well, oh. no, sorry. No, I have heard the name, but I wouldn't have been able to pick it out of a lineup for. So it's Love not on Game Pass. So you wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> um, no. Although, like you said, it got ninety three percent, so it must be pretty damn good. Just yeah. not. Not for us, or not for me anyway. Right. Anyway, well done, gentlemen. You put me to shame. I'll try and remember not to do it next week, um, but no promises. You can join us on the Discord, where I play every day anyway. Everyone seems to have chickened out because... Uh, everyone's slapped off now, aren't they? Um, so yeah, come join us on Discord. And... Oh, I got Geometry Dress, though. Geometry Dress. You did? You did another one? I, 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 know, I got it, because George plays it. I just, on the second pitch, I was like... Is that the square from Geometry Dress that George keeps shoving in my face? And I was like, yeah, it yeah, is. See? <laughs> see? Keeping the uh, keeping the knowledge far and wide. Well mm. done, well done, well done. Right, let's move on to some bits and pieces. Ross, you weren't here last week where we talked about our Project Game Pass game for the month. And nor were you, obviously, special guest Pete. So uh, let me just give the spiel and then I want to hear your takes on Power World. So pa Project, game pa uh, Project Game Pass is where we pick a game from Game Pass each and every month. The first Sunday of every month, instead of the podcast, we'll stream ourselves playing it live. There are always going to be multiplayer games, so it'll be a group of four or more of us playing it. Um, and yeah, this last month was Turbo Golf Racing. This month is Power World. Obviously, it had to be Power World. It couldn't really be anything else. Last week, myself, Ian, and Graham discussed our thoughts and opinions on it. But now we played a bit with Ross. I don't think we played with you, especially as Pete, yet. But 
I know you have been playing it a little bit, so let's start with you and then we'll get to Ross. What's your thoughts and opinions on Power World so far? So my main thought is uh, people who think Power World is better than Pokemon uh, are delusional. Uh, <laughs> they've never played they've never they've never played sword and shield and they've never played scarlet and violet um it's definitely pokemon ish um ish there you go <laughs> but uh I, I haven't played it for that much i just got put off straight away when i was doing i was in a tutorial i was finding out how to do things and all of a sudden it said you're cold cold and i was like oh not a bloody survival game and that that honestly just turned me off straight away and i was like I can't be bothered to search or build a coat. I was like, I don't think I can. Um, this one of the reasons why I don't play games, games like the Breath of the Wild Zelda, because that kind of mechanics don't interest me. Um, if it didn't have that, I may have delved in further. But, you know, it wasn't for me. And either. graphically, it's not... Again, I, I, don't, I, don't, I know you don't like to talk about Pokemon, but like graphically, it's not better than Pokemon at all. I don't understand why people are saying it. I mean, it's like a 4-gig game, is it? So it's not even that big of a file, so the graphics can't even be that good technically. Obviously, it's an indie game, and I know they've done their best, and obviously they're kind of obviously on the uh, on the socials, obviously asking for developers to come in and help their teams. Obviously, the game's bigger, and obviously I'm in the minority when it comes to uh, not particularly enjoying it. Um, but it's definitely got a place in the world for people that don't like Pokemon or want a Pokemon-type-ish game on the Xbox. Um but yeah, it's something that's not for me. Um, I need to give it another fair crack, but I'll be busy with other games. Um, but yeah, it's like, yeah, it'll get like a, a, you know, a meh out of 10 so far for me, but I want to give it another try to give it a fair crack. So how you, how far have you got in, in terms of building your base or doing any of the crafting? I played for about an hour and a half. So okay. not long at all, to be honest. Um, and I just got, like I said, I just got kind of put off straight away when I got my capture got cold. Mm. And I was like, I'm trying to, because the tutorial kind of went really hard, really, not hard, really fast, but like it was like, okay, this is, there's no warning of, I don't know if it's just me, but when I threw the ball at the pal, it missed, and then it just disappeared like, into the wall, and I couldn't retrieve mm. it. And I'm like, I've just wasted that whole resource because it missed. And now I've got to spend another 10 minutes finding resources to build another ball. And then once you've done that, it's like, right, capture 10. And it's like, really? <laughs> like, I can maybe understand like three or five, but I was like, 10? I was like, no, that's that's too much for like a beginner thing. Like, do you, I was like, do you know how long that would take to just grind the resources to, mm. you know, get 10 balls? You know, it just... And did you did you fiddle around with the settings or anything? Because I didn't. I, I just went in. Some of the I went in vanilla. Uh, just yeah. to give it a go. Um, I didn't even see the sliders. I think Ian was talking about to be honest. So I just went in vanilla. Yeah, um, yeah a bit disappointing. But like I said, I need to give it another fair crack. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're definitely gonna play again at some point. I know. Obviously, it's only a group of four we can play. But yeah, I'm sure one of us won't be around, or I don't mind sitting out <laughs> because I'm not my cup of tea. Either. Yeah, but we'll, we'll obviously cool. Ian guide, Ian kind of guided you guys through, didn't he? So oh yeah, I mean uh, Ian set uh, us up uh, like a fucking trooper because we joined yeah. in and basically myself and Ross and to an extent Graham, although he played quite a bit as well. We we were basically we skipped the like you were saying all the grindy tutorial stuff and just went straight into the meat of the action yeah um and that was what was far more enjoyable for me because if i'd had to start again which i did try starting on my own i just, I just like you it's just not my sort of cup of tea like 
I, although, did you enjoy Craftopia? Did you play that at all? Because that was their previous game, which was on Game Pass and Game Preview as well. And I actually quite got into that for a little while, but I probably put, let's say, 10 hours into it with my kids and with Graham, uh, like doing various worlds and, and sort of progressing quite far. Um, but for whatever reason, that hooked me a little bit at least, whereas this just, it's not for me at the moment. Yeah. Not having yeah, to do all the grind. You like me had you not been in the group. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, definitely, massively. Massively. But yeah, look, obviously, like I said, Ian did set us up. And Ross, you enjoy it. I think you enjoyed it far more than myself. As I'm right. So tell tell us thoughts and opinions, where you're at. Have you played any more on your own? Have you got any further, etc., etc. I'm not putting any more and more on. Um, I, I do feel like it is more of a group type game. Um, That's just because you want to go into the caves and crash it for everybody, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I can see how it'd be enjoyable playing it just by yourself. Um, obviously, I, I think your opinion of the game was a wee bit skewed, simply for the fact that, as you were saying, Ian set us up so we didn't have any of the grindy stuff to really do. We had like the balls to just go and hunt stuff. Um, we had the weapons, the, the stuff to be able to build the weapons, and we were levelling up like rapid style because of all of that. So yeah. I feel like that sort of skews it a wee bit. But the actual mechanics of it, like... I like the I like the Pokemon Arceus type feel of the game where everything's open and like the the palm the pals are just sort of floating in the the wild and you can just go and catch them without having to like encounter them and things like that. Uh, it's from what the small bit that I played. Obviously, we were we were focusing mainly on just sort of dicking around, but I would like to see what it had in regards to story or sort of progression type idea. I know there's like bosses um, I know there's Ian was saying about the the vendor type idea that they can you can do stuff with the vendors and bring them into like your home base and stuff like that um, so stuff like that would like to like see how that develops but if we've played it in a group it was certainly definitely enjoyable I, I had fun playing it yeah it's all right nice so yeah i mean we definitely need to get together and play again um we've got to join ian's world if i'm not mistaken we can't just play without him he's the only one who has to be there right yeah he has to if we want to be in his world yeah if we wanted to start up our own one then we could do it anytime but yeah so can you, to... you not take your current character that you built and put it into your own world now or just restart no see i thought you could i thought you could um I thought you could like your character was just there, but apparently that character is locked to Ian's game. Yeah. Yeah, right, got you. Fresh. We've got to, we've got to go back in and join him and carry on rather than taking what, like you said, what we've earned and what we've learned and starting our own world or starting a new world or what have you. Um, yeah, we'll play some more, like I said, uh, at some point, maybe this week or next week. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll stream it on YouTube, <coughs> Tablet Official, and wherever else we stream our uh, power world experiences and uh, yeah anyone else got anything they want to add to it before we move on to to some other games we've been playing this week definitely a good game recommend everybody gives it at least go a go at least yeah, yeah. fair play for developers for calling out the bs when obviously yeah i like to defend games where i can even though i'm not a fan of it like I'm, obviously everyone was trying to obviously you know when you have a game launch obviously with the next few weeks after that obviously the player base declines yeah. And everyone was attacking the game over that. And fair play for developers that come out and said, 
don't you talk your BS to me? And I was like, fair play, guys. Like, <laughs> I was like, you have to, you get those trolls, you know? Yeah, they, they do seem to be handling a lot of that side of stuff quite well in terms of, like you said, not taking shit, but also keeping people in a loop saying, look, we're struggling here. We, we didn't expect anywhere near this level of success. Uh, we're, we're trying to get servers up and running and get extra support from Xbox and, and Epic and all that. And they're being quite open and, and honest, even if uh, that sometimes can come back and bite you in the ass. But as we'll probably discuss later on. But yeah, that's Power Worlds. That's our Project Game Plus game for February 2024. We'll play some more and we'll discuss more next week. Right. Let's talk about some more video games we've been playing, shall we? And I want to hear about a game from Mr. Scottish Gruff, which, in the spirit of the episode about the news around this week, is unfortunately not on Xbox yet. But tell me about Helldivers 2, please. Fucking incredible. Oh my god, it's so much fucking fun. It is just shit show after shit show. And you kind of beat it. Just... So I, well, I know we had a quick discussion before we started, but I don't really know much about it other than the fact it's an online shooter. So is it co-op only, right? Four v four players? Yeah, no, no. So you can drop in by yourself. You don't have PvE, to. It's PvE. Oh, so, yeah, it's yeah, PvE, not, so, yeah, yeah, sorry. That's what I meant, sorry. Not, not PvP. No, um, no. I, apparently they said there will never be a PvP mode in the game either. It's solely PvE. Um, so that's quite nice to hear. Um it's just outstanding. Just like so, I'm presuming we're all of an age that we've watched Starship Troopers, um, and that's basically like one half of the map. So, so the 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 galactic map is sort of split up into two quadrants. So you've got the automatons on one side and the Terran Terranids or whatever they're called on this side. And you're basically dropping down. There's, it's not just drop in, kill bugs, get back out again. There's various different measures. There's like rescue missions. There's data collection. There's a uh, surveying to do all while, all while having enemies running around. There is some, there is some missions where it is drop into the bug nest and destroy the bug nest, for example, which is pandemonium. Uh, it feels really nice to play as well. Like I know that sounds like stupid for the fact of how simplistic a type of game it is but like the guns feel really good to use mm. like so you so you start off with a pistol and a machine gun or an, a, an assault rifle sorry because mm. that'll get confusing later on and one of the perks you can unlock is a machine gun where it's the big lmg fucking bullets hanging out the side of the gun do, 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 type idea but see when you're using that it feels like it's gonna sound stupid it feels heavy like it feels like you've got proper beef behind it when you're firing it. It's just everything about it feels really switched on. Are and you then, making use of the dual sense features though for that? Is that the, the, the haptic triggers and the... Probably, and that's, probably that's what it is. Um, but then even things like when you call in like an airstrike, just the, the visual side of it, or how visceral it is in regards to like its complete sort of disembowelment of enemies and your teammates if they're stupid enough to run into the crossfire because there's friendly fire in the game as well. So... It's it's sheer pandemonium. And you also know you can get a flamethrower as well, do you? Um, and you can also... Not only do you get a flamethrower, you can actually call in napalm strikes as well. So that oh, that's I fucking mean, even more fire I mean, for you. You convinced me. Let me get on my PlayStation. <laughs> no, I guess the magic... Has it got the, the Molotov cocktail for the magic trio? I mean, it probably will have. Yeah, I've not unlocked it yet, but there'll be, there'll be incendiary <laughs> grenades. I can guarantee it. Nice. 
Um, so that's one side, and then on the flip side, you've got like the automatons, which are basically Terminators type idea. They're like the, the various different enemies. You've got like Terminators, you've got AT-ATs out of um, Star Wars. You've got like big. Oh, Try to think. Trying to get the film. They, they, oh, we've already had this contentious point. Gee, you've never seen Demolition Man, have you? Is that the one with the rubber shark? The what? <laughs> no, I didn't know. If it's not if it's not named Jaws, then probably not. No. Uh, so it's basically Wesley Snipes and Celestial Stallone. No, not that's not. I'm not. I'm getting mixed up. Judge Red. Sorry, it's the original Judge Red. The big tank thing that's in that. That's in it as well. So called. I think it's called the Hulk. Um, so there's various different types of automatons that you have to fight as well, and it's literally like the the visions that you see in like the Terminator films, like the robots have taken over the planet, and you're like this small little band of fighters trying to like push them back. But it's the it's the, it's the way that they've they've done it in regards to like the obviously community driven type idea. But like if you jump on like TikTok is one of the big things that I've seen pushing it the most, and it's like. The, the sort of we need you type promotions that are going on on TikTok just now, like saying that there's 85 brave men and women, 85,000 brave men and women fighting back the automaton threat on this planet, but we need more soldiers. We need we need every man possible. Every man, woman and child needs to come and join the front to push back these mechanical scum. Um, so can but, you get like a hundred people fighting the same button? So you're not. So no. So in in the game, there's only ever like the four people type idea. But the the actual planet has all these people fighting on it, for example. But you only ever really see your squad. Um, but it's like I can. Like, so there's a, a liberated bar type idea. So it's you've got to try and liberate the planets, and then. If you're part of the effort to get it liberated, you get big rewards because you've helped liberate the planet. But it's constantly like ramping up. So at one point, the the Tyranids was the first part where everybody started fighting, and we like the the players liberated four or five planets. And then because people were focusing on that, the automaton sector grew towards Earth or Super Earth. <laughs> And then basically, if you let them get too close to Earth, they can start then invading Earth and you have to then fight them back. So it's a massive big galaxy map type idea that you can fight on different areas. But the north and south of the map are still empty because they've already sort of announced that there's going to be loads of new type of enemies to face, different type of missions. But all of this is getting added in free of charge. There's no... There's no cost to these. The only microtransactions are cosmetic as well. So if you want to sort of buy super credits, what they're called, you can buy them. But apart from that, they don't they don't give you any, like, not even like, well, sorry, I think they give you boosters, to be fair. Um, but that's about the only pay-to-win type aspect. But because it's PvE, then there's no real harm in it. Yeah. It just makes your character look cooler. Sounds like they're really relying on the live service model then and for the game to continue in popularity yeah oh as long as i think oh, as long as they keep just going to get overwhelmed by all these enemies yeah i think as long as they keep like adding stuff in and making it like making it en- as enjoyable as it has been because like it's it's only just launched and i don't think they were expecting the success is what it's had um, like so you like you'll try and load the game up and it will at the very start of the game come up saying servers are busy at the moment please wait because there's that many people trying to play it. I mean, I think at one point in time, it's like smashed the concurrent record 
um, like on some of the games. It's like it's mental how many folk have been trying to jump in and play it, and the developers are like, look, we're again very similar to Power World. Like, look, look, we, we never expected this. Yeah. <laughs> this this has taken us way off like what we expected, but we are working on it, and we will get it to the point where everybody will be able to jump in. But from people that have played Helldivers one, apparently there's like loads of stuff that they could add to it to make it really fully fleshed out. So, I mean, fair play to them. I think the best thing they could do, and again, maybe I'm being selfish by saying it, but I mean, if they open it up to Xbox, then wow. Well, it's well, on PC, right? So you can it's, it's, it's on PC, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we'll get into the old uh, multi platform stuff later on, but do you think it would. I mean, it could only benefit surely by being on more places because, oh, like you said, which is their first PC and PlayStation 5 game day one, like launch day and date type thing. Um, and obviously, as you said, they've been completely overwhelmed, but they're working on it. So, I mean, why not? Why 100% not that it'll do like. It'll fly like if they put it on Xbox. Yeah. Is it on Steam or is it on Epic Games or Steam? I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. So it, I mean, it sounds a lot of fun. I would like to give it a go, but it's also a purchase game, right? Yeah. Quid, so it's not free to play. <laughs> Which, in fairness, I think if they'd have done it free to play, the game would have fucking crashed. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't think they would have been able to keep up with that. And there would have been more monetization. Yeah. But it yeah. does also mean, obviously, because it's a paid game, you have to pay for PS Plus as well to play it online. Yeah, which is another hurdle for myself. But there is there is cross platform, so if like you did try and do like the PC side aspect, of it, you can at least do it that way. Yeah, yeah, I would like to give it a go. Maybe I'll uh, see if they do like a free weekend or something at some point and give it a go. It's, or if it does come to Xbox, you know, I don't mind picking that. Uh, if it comes, if it comes to uh, Xbox, then. Well, I don't think it'll come to Game Pass as such, but if it comes to Xbox, then we definitely need to jump in and play it. Oh, yes. Can you see? Imagine, just, just a few weeks ago, having that even sentence uttered out of your mouth would have been, never going to happen. And now, now we're in a brave new world, which we'll, again, we'll get to later on. Dare to dream. Yeah. <laughs> Will it into existence. Uh, nice. Well, that, that sounds very exciting. That, so definitely like here we go at some point. But let's get back to the home console of choice, the big green and black box and let's talk to special guest pete about a certain video game he reviewed this week if he's ready for i just hear like a second feel like i can hear like a phone going off or something <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's all those sort of angry xbox fans go don't you dare talk about playstation on an xbox um you've been playing a game for review this week called wow. i'm not even gonna attempt to say it do you want to tell <laughs> me what the name, name, name of the game is so uh, warhammer Forty Thousand, uh chaos gate demon hunters Nice. Yes, a lot, very long-winded one, as uh, is tradition with the Warhammer series. Warhammer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this time, obviously, last year I reviewed the kind of um, realms of. Oh my god, this it's another long name one, isn't it? <laughs> it was one of the game of the year. Yeah, yeah. It's like Age of Sigma, Realms yeah. of Ruin. That's the one. Yeah. And it was an RTS type game, and uh, if not for Cyberpunk, it would have been, you know, number one. It was very good. Did you ever try that one, Ross, in the end? No, okay, that's fine. We'll move on. But yeah, so this one is now in the genre type of the kind of like turn-based tactics. So the XCOM style. Um, it's it is very very XCOM-y in the way it's laid out and the maps and how you approach enemies. Um, it's yeah, I, I feel like this is kind of the genre that every uh, 
franchise could do. Like it's the franchise, it's the, it's the genre that got me playing Gears. Like Gears Tactics was, I mean, the story was a bit crap, but like the game. Ah, besmirch, awesome. I wouldn't have this besmirchment of the oh, Gears well, it story. Was, I mean, no, 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 the Gears Tactics story. It was just a generic. <laughs> I don't guys, believe you. The guy's all... retired. Oh no, he's unretired. Okay, it's epic look. cinema. I don't know what you're on about. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Graphics were great. Cutscenes were great. It was all very great gameplay. It was fantastic. Um, but back to Warhammer. Uh, yeah, it's very yeah. XCOM y feel. Um, the bet it's got. The, there are difficulty spikes like XCOM, but they're not as obvious, especially on the kind of the low to medium difficulties um i'm yet to try out the hardest one uh because i haven't got enough pairs of pants ready to, to change into but <laughs> it is a very very decent game graphics uh i was a bit i was a bit meh at first but then when i kind of looked into it i was like, actually it reminds me a bit like borderlands not quite so shady but kind of like toned down so shady um the storylines I mean, the, that kind of storyline's going in my head a bit because I think you kind of need to know about the Warhammer lore to kind of fully understand what's going on. All I know is a big bad called the Bloom or the Gloom. I think it's the Bloom. And you've got to try and stop it from spreading. All that kind of good jazz. Um, and I actually realise, even though you've got ranged weapons, it actually kind of almost encourages like CQC, like close combat. Um because that's the way you can kind of extract the seeds from the enemies um, and you get some really cool stuff. Like I wrote my review, uh, if you get close, obviously you've got, every character has like action points. And let's say you have three action points. You can use an action point to get close to the enemy. And then once you're in kind of a melee range, you can target a specific limb. So what you can do is then maybe target their arm to chop their arm off and then they can't use their abilities or their gun. And then you can set them up for an execution and just like decapitate them, uh, which is quite satisfying. Um, and obviously, at that point, you think obviously these type of games they're they're known for you need to be behind cover, um, but they have this thing called the, the Shield of Aegis, which basically buffs you but with some protection. So if the enemy does shoot you, you basically lose the, the, the armor. Um, so it gets around that that kind of aspect of well, I don't want to leave myself vulnerable in in the world. Um, but yeah, it's very good. I gave it an 8.4. Not quite, not quite uh, amazing, but very, very good. And uh, a very good, I mean, if you like that kind of genre, then uh, get onto it. It's very good. Yes, definitely go check out your review on xboxtavern.com. Um, and yeah, I, as soon as I got the email in, I, I read uh, like XCOM style. I was like, especially because Pete, I've got a game for you. Come check it out. I, uh, I know it's, it's going to be up your street and sounds like it was a good shout. Yeah, nice. I'm looking forward That's to completing good. it. Yeah, nice. Go check that bad boy out. Uh, Ross, you seemed... I saw your face when he said XCOM style. I assume that's not your genre either. <laughs> it just ruined it for me. <laughs> just ruined it for me. <laughs> I am, I'm one of these people who are desperate to get into the Warhammer universe. Mm. And the one coming up, <clears throat> tailing the... Is it Space Marine 2? Which yeah. is more just your like running gun type style by the looks of it. I am yeah. buzzing for that to come out. <laughs> Um, did, but you, did you play the original Space Marine? I didn't know, um, but I've, I've obviously I feel like it's a nice way to jump into the franchise. But anything, and it will be a contentious point that me and Pete will discuss when we talk about another game that we've both been playing. Anything that has that sort of XCOM style loses marks for me right off the bat, um, and it's not because it's not a good system. I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying like turn-based uh, strategy games are not good. It's just not my cup of tea, and yeah. um, I feel like there's a time and a place for it, and I don't feel like some games that have it need it. 
but I get that there is obviously a very big market of games that are excel because they are that style of game. Yeah. I, I feel like it's still a bit of a niche genre, to be honest, because not many oh, definitely, people yeah. are into it. But uh, like I said, that's why I feel like a lot of games could actually expand. You know, like Halo could quite easily do one, you know. Um, you know, you could run around as a couple of Master Chiefs with your your swords and shit, yeah. you know. Well, I suppose they did go to the RTS genre quite well, so... RTS, I can quite game. happily get behind. I love RTS, but just turn-based is a bit... Yeah, well, no, I don't like... Wars was... Halo Wars was all right. Yeah, I, I think I'm I'm with you, Ross. The idea of XCOM-style games, I really like. And I've tried XCOM, I've tried... Um, Gears Tactics. I tried another one that you played. I think Pete. I can't remember which one now, but I always get maybe a couple of hours in. I'm like, oh, just. I think just there is. Can I drop, just run up and punch him in the face? What have we got? There is turns, a happy so, medium so. where I, I wrote my review about the one I one that was in my honorable mentions last year, the Miasma Chronicles, where actually it is kind of like a sandboxy slash open world, where it's not turn based until you go into combat, but you can actually just avoid combat altogether by going random or or if you or if you're sneaky enough you can just snipe every enemy without having to engage in like turn-based things sure, so you're lucky that... fucking mbb graham ain't here this week i'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> i know um but there is an option and i think that's where even though the you know uh damon demon Hunters was good it, it it very it felt very it wanted to copy the the xcom formula to a t rather than kind of innovate a bit like the miasma chronicles did um yeah. yeah fair enough very nice very nice yeah go check that bad boy out go check out the review on xbox time.com it's not a game pass game is it i don't believe no it's not out to the 20th either so you've got to wait another two days to play it oh whoa, look at that getting in there early i, I know the uh, embargo came up uh, we we were quite lucky i mean i got the review done and then uh it went we went live and we even got uh tweeted and retweeted stuff by the accounts and stuff so i think we were the first uh review site to actually get review out live so yeah well done team well done damn right well, well done team it's all you sir all you anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh, special guest Pete for doing. That's why you're special guest Pete, right? Yeah. I'm gonna talk. I've got, I've got so many games I've been playing recently um, that I didn't get to talk about last week because I ran out of time. And I'm not gonna go through them all this week, but I'm gonna shout out two very quickly um, before we sort of go around again. And I'll talk about the main one. But one is a game called DDI Racing. I believe it is on Steam. It's in beta at the minute. I don't know if it's um, like a time thing or not. I'm not sure. But it's basically uh, like a a reimagining of Sega Rally, like the old Sega Saturn slash arcade Sega Rally game. Uh, some, so I, I forget the name of the guy. I really should look it up, but um, he is basically taking that style of game. It's even got like the logo is basically Sega Rally's logo, just with his own. You know, also called name, DDI. DDI Racing, I believe it is. Not not Diddy Kong Racing, no. Oh, not Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, no. I remember. Oh, I remember seeing <laughs> that. Yeah. And it's it's fucking brilliant. I mean, if you like the old school, like arcadey rally games, really yes, really I do. Highly recommend checking it out. Um, I managed oh. to nab a code off of the developer. He, he was offering some out for people to test out the beta. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can just go and buy it or if you need to speak to him. But it's well worth a, a sort of a Google search. Ask Jeeves for DDR Racing. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I had a good good few uh, races through several of the tracks um, initially i was like oh, it's in obviously early access what have you it, and it looked quite rough and i was like oh, it doesn't look quite like the screenshot she shared and then i said i realized that actually my pc had defaulted to low 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 <laughs> <Did> <laughs> <it>? <laughs> everything up to extreme four bit. 
Lovely, lovely, very nice. I'm game. just watching the the trailer for it that's up on the Steam page, and oh, it's like you've got the Lancia Stratos, the Lancia Integrale. Yeah. Yeah, everything from the menus the way it's laid out even the music's very similar to sega rally it's just, it looks absolutely official sega rally it's well worth a go it feels nice to play like the handling's pretty good um and it's got like the easy right easy left maybe and all that sort of stuff in there um yeah if you like the old school sega rally stuff go give that a shout i mean it's fucking nostalgic as fuck but it looks ah <laughs> oh, love it yeah it's it's good it's good i enjoyed it um many a pound that. coin was lost to this game Oh yes, oh, yes. My, <laughs> pretty sure I broke one of my Sega Saturn controllers playing Sega Rally, trying to get through the last uh, the f- final stage on that level. I was terrible at it, but I enjoyed it. Anyway, the, bringing it more to the modern day, I've been playing a game called A Little to the Left. Either of you gentlemen heard of A Little to the Left? It's come out on Game Pass a couple of days ago. That's set off, I reckon it's in the Game Pass game. I yeah. got uh, yeah, I got a chance to review it obviously prior prior to that, and it's basically like you played Unpacking at all. Yes. No, but I've seen it. So Unpacking is like a tidy up game. Uh, a little to the left is a tidy up game, but instead of just placing items in a level, it's like a little puzzle game. So you, you'll be presented with like five picture frames and they're all wonky and you just have to straighten them up. Simple as that. And then you Oh, start, yeah, I've seen this game, yeah. And then you move to the next level and it'll be, um, say, like a, a toolbox and there'll be a load of tools scattered around. You've just got to place them all, but they all have their very specific places of where they go. So they all slot into a certain area and obviously the shapes of some will work around the shapes of others and, and it all creates a very nice and neat set, you know, for, uh, what's it, uh, like o, um, OCD people, it's like, it has to be in the exact right place. Um, it's very much catered to that sort of crowd. And do you know what? I really enjoyed it. Um, I've played uh, probably like 70, 80% of the main levels and, and a good chunk of the DLC levels. And some of them are quite tricky, like even though it sort of gives you a guide in hand is like when you hover over an area it'll sort of show you can snap it into a position it's still there's still sort of patterns to look for so one of the levels has um some items with like big to small but also on on them they've got little notches and then you can also arrange them you know notch yeah one notch to six notches or something like that and for each different solution you get you get one star and you only have to get one to pass it, but you can go back and try and solve it in different ways. Or there'll be ones with like colored patterns on items and you've got to line them up. So the sort of the contours of the colored pattern follow, <coughs> or you've got to rotate the stuff to make it light. It's all very, just trying to make things neat and tidy and organized, mm. um, which I hate doing in real life, but in the video game, a lot so of there's, there's targets, right? So it says, says straighten all five things or find all Yeah, so it doesn't tell you what the target is. You have to sort of figure it out yourself, but most levels have one but some levels will have multiple solutions you can go for um and then there's like a daily tidy where you go in and they there's got like daily levels where there's just <laughs> one kind of level for you to go for um but yeah it's really really good the only downfall i found because it's already been out on steam and pc and uh, sorry switch and pc um is they obviously have either mouse control or touch control and obviously on the console they don't support mouse it's just controller and so you're sort of dragging a cursor around a screen which is never the best way to interact with stuff um, but on game pass it take, makes use of cloud gaming and on cloud gaming you can use the touch screen to play if you on your phone or on your tablet or whatever and it's so much so much better that way i found i, I really enjoyed playing some levels the other day on my break at work um just dragging some stuff drop it into position oh lovely very, very satisfying. 
Um, so yeah, so like I said, it's out on Game Pass now. My review's up on xboxtavern.com. And go check that bad boy out. There's fucking loads of levels. Like I said, loads of different solutions. As well as daily and benefit of Ian, how easy is it to 1,000G? Um, I, I haven't even looked at the achievement list, so I've no idea. Uh, <laughs> they, they haven't been pinging then. Says, oh. <laughs> I, I don't have the notifications on. I turn them off because oh, I, who cares? No one, no one needs to know about achievements um, unless you're a million, 1.6 million man Ian. And then you need to know about all the achievements. But yeah, go check it out. It's on Game Pass. It's well worth a go. Highly recommend giving it a, a shot, especially on touchscreen drive. If you've got a nice big tablet or something to play on, perfect. Gentlemen, Ross, you, you mentioned a game you and Special Guest Pete wanted to sort of have a little... Uh, back and forth with so let's get into what I can only assume is Baldur's Gate 3 whoop whoop not, not football manager <laughs> I've not been playing it no oh. uh, I've been too I've been too caught up on my, my Baldur's Gate experiences so yeah. okay so, so Lee so it sounds like you had an issue with the with the was it combat or yeah I just I think I was right and I'm going to I'm going to out myself and I don't even care I do not care right I set it to a custom difficulty where I destroy every enemy where it's no challenge in regards to the combat. I am solely playing this game to experience the world, the lore, the discoverability of what you can find in Baldur's Gate um, or the surrounding areas. And that is solely the reason why I'm playing it. I have always wanted to jump... I've always wanted to be able to join like a D&D type group type idea, idea. The whole creating your own world type idea. But it's not something that's readily available. So I thought, right, I'm going to get into this game. I'm going to find out about all the backstories and everything. And I want to just be able to take this game at its own pace and discover the world of Faerun, for example. I don't want to have to worry about fucking, I'm going to do one move. And then you've got five guys on your squad that are all going to take their turn. Then I'm going to get another turn. And then four of your guys are going to get a turn. And then I'm going to get a turn. And then you might have finished your turns and then I'll come back to my... No. <laughs> I just want to fucking go in, nuke everything and enjoy the actual story, enjoy the gameplay, enjoy the world and relax. So, on that, I am halfway through Act 2 and it's fucking fantastic. I am seven hours into the game, I think. And apparently, I've still got a shit ton left to go. Oh yeah. So, so are you playing on your own? Or yeah. Are you doing? Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, before before Bishop Pete tells you why you're wrong, I did play a bit <laughs> of the other day with Graham, MVP Graham. Oh, yeah. I'm the, I want to uh, play multiplayer. I joined his game. We said we had an evening with us, some of our wives were out, so I thought we'd have a quick game. I joined him. Um, I. Uh, Unlike Power World, where Ian obviously set us off, and I was like, "Actually, I'm quite enjoying this." No idea what was going on. I, I had to spend. I spent half of our time going through the inventory because I leveled up like 50 levels trying to catch up to him. Um, <laughs> and by the time we got into combat, I missed everything. I, I didn't do anything at all. And then they kept. Uh, I think we got. We were. He was in some tombs, and we were lost. So we just <laughs> turned it off and played some Rocket League instead. Uh, yeah, not. I, I need to either give it a go properly or just pretend that I've played it. And Your Baldur's Gate is one of those games where you need to start together at the start and not kind of yeah. join halfway through. Because even though you could go around his world and go separately and talk to people, you kind of need to kind of 
well, you need to see the start, really, just so you can know what the fuck's going on and why you're doing what you're doing. Um, yeah, well, where, where I joined him, it was just before, I, I don't know the guy's name, but it, was, it could have been a big fight, but because of the way Graham set his character up, he basically avoided the fight completely and managed to, I won't spoil it, not that I know what happened, but <laughs> he, he avoided it completely in a completely different way. Um, so I just sat there for five minutes while he picked all the dialogue options. And then we just run around and go, where the fuck yeah. are we going? No idea. Yeah, uh, to be fair, there is quite, I mean, this is the thing about Border Gate. I mean, the, the reason why I think turn-based is probably needed in this game is because you can complete it. I mean, look, there's 17,000 different bloody endings, apparently. Um, and there's numerous ways that you can kill bosses and kill enemies. It's limited. I mean, I don't have much of an imagination, but the game is limited to your own like, imagination. Like today, I'm going through Act One again with my second character, and um, I saw I've been seeing on the internet about how you can, when you're in the Goblin Camp, you can kind of like poison the, the alcohol. And I was like, I, I saw, it and I was like, oh, that's the thing, I can do that. And then I was, I was like, oh, no, I did it, I did it. And then you know, if you do choose to start a fight with the goblins, then it's the fight. You only fight only half of them rather than the whole thing. The ones that are left are already kind of like half health. Um, or, it, I mean, there's so many ways you can play do this game. Like, <laughs> the first playthrough, I did a, a paladin. Um, I was very much a, it took me about four or five starts to decide which uh, class I wanted to be. Because I like to, I always try like to be like a ranger at first, but when I started it, and then I looked into it online, rangers apparently like the worst class, which is a bit of a shame. Because um, I enjoy being the whole ranged thing. Um, but I chose a paladin, and man, they can do some bloody damage. <laughs> they can damage you and heal your party at the same time. Oh my! I mean, it's it's a very overpowered. Uh, oh yeah. Class. Um, but I'm I glad think... I chose it because some of the damage you can do. Like you said about some bosses will take an age. Well, this one boss I think was an undead boss, and I just hit him with one critical hit with some radiant damage, and I failed him in one hit, and I was like, "Shit!" <laughs> um, whereas if you don't have a pilot in your party, you're going to take like nine or ten turns to down some of these guys. And I think that's where the yeah you know, the Borders Gate comes into a zone where you can just there's an enemy today, right? So I'm take dove off again. Where have you, you you've been to the, the goblin camp, right, Ross? So uh you've got to kill the three leaders, right? So there's the <laughs> one leader who sits on the chair. Um I had randomly picked up uh with Carla, because what, what I did, I my second playthrough, I've now reclassed some of my characters. So in my first playthrough, I leaned towards a certain three characters because I needed I wanted someone who could lock pick, I wanted a tank, I wanted some, right? Whereas now I've made Carlac a paladin, I've made Lazelle uh, a sneaky rogue just so I can have them in my party just so I can hear, hear their banter rather than doing the same things over and over um, and anyway uh, so I got Carlat to pick up two uh, like smoke bomb barrels I placed one by the uh, the boss and one kind of by his minions and I blew both up just the whole screen started lagging because there were so many explosions but I killed every single gob I killed about 20 goblins in the space of two seconds just from these explosions and i was like well, that's one way to take him down because he's quite a dangerous boss where where you start he can actually push off the ledge and like kill one of the characters um so by being by being friendly at first and then placing these barrels strategically i was able to just blow him up in one hit which was uh very fun to watch see i've never i never thought about respecking 
companions because my yeah. companion my team is very skewed to sort of one aspect so i've so i'm i'm great sword paladin mm. I, I can now i've got it so that my like my abilities i can now do like three attacks in the one turn yeah so i do like monumental damage for that but then i also have karlak who's a berserker who can also do three attacks in one turn and again has a massive big fuck off great sword type idea so between the two of us we are like raining death on nearly yeah. everything yeah i've got shadow heart for my healing Fair. slash uh, spell type idea and then i've got gale yeah but i want to try will but then i'm like will just use his swords and i feel like that he's just gonna like and then it's uh, the same yeah. The Warlock class is quite underrated, especially at like mid to high levels when the Eldritch Blast. Well, that's what uh, I thought, that's what Gil's for. Gil just fucking rains down death from everywhere. With the Warlock, you can actually do it. So you f do three bolts, and then you can actually force them back. So in certain enemies, you can f hit them three times the same bolt, do three lots of damage, but then they can also potentially fall off the cliff and die. Ah. Um. So the warlock, it, it, but so like you, like my first playthrough, I was the paladin tank with my sword and shield or mason shield. Then I had, um, oh shit, what's the vampire called? Asterion. Oh, I forgot his name. I've never like, used I, him. I, I, I don't remember party. Like... I just, I, he was basically my stealth character to start off. If I knew a fight was coming, I would use him to do a sneak attack from range to, mm. to pick a few off to make the, the battles a little bit easier um, because. Yeah, you get automatic crits and stuff. So I had me as a paladin, I had Astarian as the uh, the rogue, uh, and then I had Gale and and uh, uh, Shadowheart. Uh, I would then swap out Astarian if I was doing a companion quest. I would then take Astarian out and then put Will in, put uh, and the others in, like Karlak in and stuff. Um, but now that's why at the start of this game, I've now respect Karlak to be a paladin. I've respect Lazel to be a sneaky rogue. Yeah. And um, I've got Shadowheart for now, but I think I'm trying to. My first playthrough, I didn't. Have you? Did you recruit Minfara? Well, no, because I I didn't realize she was a baddie. Yeah, I accidentally killed her as well. Uh, <laughs> um, but I found out that you can actually, if you turn on. Um, non not non-aggressive mode to just knock her out yeah yeah it knocks because she, she's temporary hostile and then you find her again in act two so i'm hoping to recruit her in my second playthrough because i've my second playthrough i'm a drow a drow sorcerer so i'm a little bit evil um so yeah i'm having a blast and i'm thinking i'm because my father i think is a paladin but i think i'm going to respect her as a cleric just so i can have her in the party as much as i like shana heart um i want some different banter in the party so my plan is, is when I go and play Act 2, is I'm going to go and play it as... Oh, fuck, what's it called? Druid? No, the Dragon. Monk. Oh, the Dragonborn. Yeah, the Dark... Dark Mind? Dark, dark Urge, yeah. Dark Urge, because apparently that opens up, like, infinitely new type I've, ideas. I've seen some clips, and it, it, it's basically the ultimate evil playthrough. Like, <laughs> you end up actually... Depending on how evil you actually are, you actually actually have to use the uh, hirelings that uh, the dead guy offers you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say anymore because obviously I, I've got, once I completed the game, I read a few spoilers to go. Oh, okay, I can do that next time. I can do that next time. You know, just to give myself a few ideas how to make the game more interesting. Because of my first playthrough, because I couldn't find it, I completely missed the Gin the Gin the uh, base. The oh, the crash. Yeah, I completely missed it on my second, my first playthrough because I just couldn't. I was like, my door's not opening. I can't open the door. 
and I can't find so okay fine I'll just move on I, and then because I was like okay so how do I get to it and when I read on the internet I, I kind of googled it and I was like how to get into the crash and it said act two so I thought okay fine I'll just go through there and then I'll and act two came along and said like, oh no this quest is no longer available I was like so I've made sure to actually go into the crash this time yes and the crash I'm, is quite good yeah it was it was it was very good I'm glad Lazelle's still with me <laughs> she almost wasn't still with me. She was um she was yeah. not a happy bunny when I was going through that crash. Yeah, being a saucer with uh, not great charisma is not very great for the, the roles, but yeah, yeah. we moved. See, I, being a paladin and having shadow heart a bush of persuasion. Yeah, silence, yeah. And it was like, whoo, I can just like yeah, talk every, that fucking every, shit down. Every dice roll I was getting like thirty to thirty five on my first playthrough. Like, the dice might as well not be there. <laughs> That's why I I've noticed like I'm I'm missing, no, I'm not missing, sorry, that's the wrong way to put it, because I would suggest I wasn't going for it. I'm not having to fight a lot of people who I know are big fucking hard fights because yeah. I'm using persuasion checks and I'm usually passing the persuasion so, checks. So yeah, did you, did you so is that in Act 2, is that the, the big monster guy who drinks beer? Did you do that one? I managed to get him to drink himself to death. Yeah, I, managed to, I, I managed to get all three of them um, to just... Oh, then the doctor's thing as well. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, uh, but have you got the third one? Uh, what the the the, de the demon hunter in the dungeon? No, no, big old lady. Who? Oh yes, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I managed to get all three of them just to off themselves. I was like, thank fuck. So have, have, yeah, have you done the temple of uh, the dark just a bit yet? Have you yes. Found, yeah. So the when you find the boss with the crossbow, did you manage to talk him down as well? Boss. Oh yeah, I got him to. Yeah, yeah I got him to. For Raphael, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, it's funny because he actually—I I don't spot—I won't spot it too much—but he does turn back up in the game. I've heard um, you, you come back across him in Act Three. You do, yeah, and you can actually get him on your side despite <laughs> what you did. Perfect, <laughs> talking himself to killing himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. he's looking going, What the fuck are you two talking about? But yeah. <laughs> I, I'm loving it. You carry on. I, I, I mean, yeah. Uh, Jay, you should night, love this game. I... You should love this game because you can converse with every single character. Yes, you exactly. can. Every right. single NPC has dialogue and different. There better damn well be someone. Yeah. You wouldn't make it out of Act One for like a hundred hours because you'd be talking to every single. Like, probably, like, uh, as, as soon as you get to the ah oh, fuck, what's it called? The Grove. As soon as you get to the yeah. Grove, that's you. Oh. You're a good week in the Grove talking to every cunt because there's fucking yeah. loads of them. Yeah. <laughs> and between, you, between it's, you, not, it's not just for the fact that they've got like something to say. They've got something to say, and then they ask you to go and do something, and then they've got yeah. more to say when you come back. Yeah. And the things like there's little Easter eggs. Like there's a spell called Speak with Dead. So yep. if you find a dead body, you can use the spell Speak with Dead, and then doing that on a random person will then open up dialogue somewhere else, like down the line um same with speak with animals like you just scratch very... yeah yeah i love scratch um speak with animals is a very important spell that everyone should learn and have active at all times uh again it's one of these things where you, you'll find like I, t I think i talked to you before about when you go you go to the barn in act two and you've got those three is it the three cows at the back of the barn yeah, the, and the, oxies, right, and, the yeah. Right, and the right one turns out to be some kind of weird giant sludge enemy, and you're like, oh, fuck, take it down, you know. So the little Easter eggs that you would never think to find, like board the Larry and Studios have found a way to make everything just. Well, I see, I, 
I, right. I don't have the spell. I just make sure that every time I go to a vendor, I get the potion. Yeah. Um, well, and then you can fuck. Because on my first playthrough, I found a, a necklace that had the spell on it. Oh, when? So then I just used it on my. Because, like you, I thought first playthrough, I'll just put the sliders down. Even though combat was still a bit iffy at some points. You know, I, I had that up around my neck thinking, I don't need that buff. I'm just have to speak of animals on me. So I was able to speak to every single like an, uh, animal from pretty much mid, uh, Act 2 or whatever. Um, I yeah, am it's just these little things that just unlock other things. And like, the game was 58 quid. Like, I know it's a conversation for another day, right? But people are talking about GTA being 100 quid or whatever. Like, this game, excuse me, this game is the first game I can say is worth that 70 quid. Even though it's only 58 pound, if it was 70 pound, it'd be worth it. Yeah, I mean, like, shit, and there's no DLC. There's a little bit of cosmetic stuff, isn't there, that you can buy their stuff. And yeah, but, like if you get the dogs edition, you get like an item from is it the Divinity games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, like my play, my first playthrough took over a hundred hours. Obviously, I'm sure it's less than that because of all the times I probably fell asleep and all that. But if my first playthrough took a hundred hours and I missed things like the gift crash, right? To complete. To do every single quest, it's going to take you 120, 150 hours. And that's just one playthrough. You know, yeah. there's so much more you can unlock by being a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> you know? much. Yeah. It, the game almost encouraged you to do a dickhead playthrough. Yeah. That's know? a back of the box quote if I've ever read one, eh? And I think, and I think Larian have done a really good job. So, like Mass Effect, right? I could never be a renegade because I love all my, com- my comrades. I could never be a dick to them, right? Whereas Larian Studios, the companions are really good. But I've got no issues sticking a knife in their back. You, you oh, know? no, I, I don't. <laughs> there's some, I, some like Shadowheart I, I would never betray. I would, Hale, betray, I would, I would betray Hale, Shadowheart. Astarian. I can never turn my back on Karlak. No, not Karlak. Yeah, so Karlak and Shadowheart, I think, are exempt. Will, again, he can go. Um, I like Gale. I must admit, I do like Gale. Gale's okay, but get my nerves a little bit. Um, but it's what it is. Lizelle can go and eat shit. Yeah. She's fine. She's the Dom, Jay, in case you're wondering. I've no interest in like having any sort of conversation with Leila Zell. Well. She, she literally offers herself on a plate. She's like, I want to taste you. Meet me tonight behind my camp. Fuck off. I want to taste you. I know you want to taste me as well. It's just like, <laughs> it, to, to quote Jay, it is very much a get in the bin. Just, oot. Just don't bother me. I've done your, yeah. I've done your mission. That's all yeah. you need to worry about. That's why I wanted to. That's because again, in that my first playthrough, I never used her. So I'm hoping that in act in my second playthrough, making her that rogue character that I want to use, hopefully she'll you know be more relevant. Yeah, she was not. She was not best pleased with me going through the crash. No. Oh no. What did you do? I just, I just basically told her to shut the fuck up and mind her own business <laughs> and let me do the talking. Because she keeps saying, ah, these are my people and I will I be, let me do the talking and I will make sure that we are. And I'm like, ah, bitch, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, being a drow, like the amount of times you can just quote drow, like your religion and shit going, you'll see like a tiefling or you'll see a gnome and you think, or like when I was at the, like the goblin camp, right? When I was a paladin, I was an elf. Or if you're any other race but a drow, they attack you on site. But because I was a drow, the race is historically friendly with the goblins. So I could just walk in and then yeah. just stab, stab in the back when I walk by. Um, but then when they talk to you, 
like if they're like, oh, move out of the way, you can go, you can use the, the drow uh, speech in terms of fuck off. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry, boss. I didn't mean to offend you. Please don't slit my throat. <laughs> you know, and you, you could literally just go, you can, there are dialogues like, you know, cross me again and I will slit your throat kind of thing. It is like, yeah, there, there is a lot of, you know, again, Mass Effect, there wasn't a big difference when you went Renegade. There was some, but not a lot. Whereas this game totally changes everything. And like I said, there's over 17,000 different endings, allegedly. Yes. So, wow. Got to yeah. get them all. Yeah. Sorry, I've talk- we waffled on a lot about Borders. We have. We have. Like, Borders Gate has consumed I'm, this episode. I'm, call- I'm calling it now. This is going to be Game of the Year for me. I know it came out in December, but when we were doing our show for Game of the Year last year, it, it came wasn't out eligible. that week. So it's now eligible for this year's Game of the Year because we missed it. And I can't see any game beating it. I generally can't see any game bit for me. I can't see any game this year. This is going to be my new Dragon Age and Mass Effect playing it once a year, just to, just to play it. Even though it's a hundred yeah. hours, like it's so good. It's yeah, like, I, I can see myself committing numerous playthroughs to it. If I'm being honest, yeah. And Jay, like I said, you love it. You, you spend a year just talking to all the NPCs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, and good luck to you when you get to, uh, good luck when you get to Baldur's Gate, the actual place, because from what oh, I'm yeah. hearing and what I'm seeing, it is fucking massive. Yep. And the thing is, you don't even. Oh, I won't spoil it. But yeah, there is two main areas in like in the Baldur's Gate area, and like there's like a circus. Uh, there's got the yeah. There's so much in there; it's ridiculous. Like. How they fit all this into a fifty-eight pound game, I'll never know. But and I can see now why this um, would never be in like a subscription service like Game Pass because this is one of those games where like you want the developers to be rewarded for their hard work. Yeah, like, as as awesome it would be to get into Game Pass and for everyone Xbox to play it, like you know, it, it would feel like you're cheating the devs. Like not giving them money for that. I know that they would get paid from Xbox, whatever. But it's worth the fifty-eight pound. It is very much worth it. it is I mean, I'll give you. I game. mean, this is this is the biggest praise I can sort of give it. I've bought it twice, so I bought it on PlayStation, then bought it on Xbox because and you I don't did... even like turn-based combat. Exactly. <laughs> That's the fucking thing. So I, I've bought it, but solely because it's uh, crossplay, and so it's literally. If I've if I'm in a different part of the house for that I've not got my Xbox set up, I can just go and fire the PlayStation on and play it on the PlayStation. Yeah. And then I can then just go and jump over and play it on the fucking Xbox if I head up to bed. And it's just like I'm never like unable to not just jump on and play it. And you can see why they had issues with the with the Series S. Oh just, yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Game of the year. Well done. <laughs> anyway, that's all the time we got got for today. What's happened, Baldur's Kate? I feel like I do feel like we need to have you two, uh, probably Graham. Um, I don't think he has played much of it, and just 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 sit you in a room and just have you go at it for however long. Yeah, <laughs> as long as you like, because uh, it sounds like you're all very very invested in it. I know Graham's obviously very invested in it as well. And perhaps one day I'll join you. But the That's problem why I got is, Warhammer have you done so quick? So I want to go back and play Borders Gate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, like, if it hadn't been for fucking multiplayer hell divers and fucking multiplayer my other game that I played this week, fucking Borders Gate would have been all I've played. Yes, and and that's the problem. All I've been playing this week, pretty much, except for Redacted, is like a dragon, infinite wealth still, and like you guys, 
that for me is probably going to be one of my favorite games of the year I'm so surprised considering how long it took me to get into the Yakuza slash like a dragon series it's fucking brilliant it's just as you it's nowhere near as in depth as Baldur's Gate don't get me wrong but every time you sort of go around the corner they give you a new side mission or a new uh, um, ability or new area to explore or new game mode or it, it's just constantly just like hey have more have more have more have more uh, no we haven't got any more psych have more have more have more have more <laughs> and it's just fucking brilliant i've i've just i'm i think i'm on day 10 now of dondoku island which is like the animal crossing style um it's like side game and you don't have to play it you have to go there as part of the story but after the first day i, th- I think after the second day sorry you can leave and not go back and I was going to do that, but Graham recommended stay because you can earn quite, some quite good money. And now I'm on day 10 and I don't really want to go back to the mainland and carry on with the main store. I'm quite happy just building my island, uh, clearing out the, the rubbish and building some hotels and getting people to come and visit and trying to get Dondoko Island up to a five-star so, so resort the story? It's, it's a Yakuza game, right? Yeah, so la- the latest one in it. So they're instead of being in Japan, they're in Hawaii looking for... Uh, Ichiban's mum who's living there and you got him uh, Kiryu and uh, an assortment of other cast members and it's it's a it's a like a kung fu like revenge story effectively but just as you start kicking some ass they'll be like do you want to go play bowling like a older cousin, old cousin. <laughs> cousin. Uh, or, or do you want to go fishing or do you want to go clean up the beach or do you want to go uh, do the side mission or do you want to fight these guys or do you want to fight them guys or do you want to j- enter a Sujimon tournament which is like Pokemon basically uh, or like I said do you want to go to the local island and make a, a wonderful resort and it's just it's just brilliant it's just so it's so fun it's so like over the top but not not ridiculous at the same time I mean it is ridiculous but it's not just like look how wacky we are it's just it's just perfectly paced perfectly pitched um and yeah, even the stuff like, I haven't really touched the Sujimon stuff yet because I'm not too interested in that. But like I said, the Dundoko Island stuff, I thought I'd get there and be like, nope, let me out of here. Let me carry on with the main stuff, which is very good. Uh, but yeah, I'm <laughs> absolutely loving building my little island up, clearing out the rubbish and, and fighting some enemies. Clear uh, What are they called? The Waste. Oh, I can't remember what they're called now. It's basically pirates, but they're, they're dress, all dressed as like garbage men. Uh, they've got like high vis jackets on and stuff, and they're basically dumping the rubbish on the island. You got to clear it out and beat them up, which is good. Um, but yeah, the main game's awesome. The side games are awesome. The stuff you can do is awesome. It's just yeah, just brilliant. Definitely going to be one of my favourite games of the year. I can't uh, I can't recommend it enough. If you haven't checked out any of them, this this would be a good starting point. Even though you're on Game played. Pass, sorry. This one's not on Game Pass. The rest of them are, but not this one. Um, but yeah, it's, it, I imagine it will do at some point because, again, the rest of the series is on there now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just it's brilliant. And for Ross, it's got turn-based combat as well. <laughs> Which, again, as I said last week, traditionally not a big fan of. But the way they do it here, Pete, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but you've, you've got your team and you've got the enemy team. You take it in turns. But rather than being static where you're just choosing from a menu, each character, when you come to choose their action they've got like a radius around and they can move in real time yeah and so you can move around to try and get a better position in order to do a back attack or to do a close-up like if you get if you're closer you get like a bonus to the damage um you've got special moves you can use which will hit several enemies 
uh, or you can defend or heal yourself and then you obviously you move on to the next person's turn they can do the same sort of stuff and when you're being attacked it's like in mario rpg if you press the defend button at the right time you can take less damage by blocking the attack um so it's not just sitting there watching what's going on you're actively playing no matter whether you're attacking or defending as well it's just the, the fact that you can't, in, unlike all the other Yakuza games, apart from uh, Yakuza 7, you've got to wait your turn to punch someone in the face. Whereas in the other ones, you could just run up and kick them as hard as possible. But yeah, it's really, really good. I'm, I'm loving it. I didn't think I would get, enjoy it anywhere near as much as I am. But yeah, highly recommend it. However, because I haven't got someone here to, to bounce off of that's also been playing it, unlike uh, Baldur's Gate 3, we'll move on from there. <laughs> we'll move on from there. Um, we're obviously going very long. We still got the big news of the week to talk about. Is anybody any other games have been playing that they really want to give a quick shout out to, or should we get into the old pluggles? Unless you want to talk about my football manager network save. Jesus Christ! Right, plugs. Give me plugs. <laughs> Ross. Ross. So, network save you soon. Yeah. We're now in season uh, 2030-31. <laughs> Rapid fire plugs this week because, as Jay was saying, we are we are pushing the boundaries of how long our games played this week has taken, as it's now an hour and nine minutes. Um, we are YouTube partners, woohoo, go us! Um, and if you believe Damn Dan, good. we are only like twelve hours away from being to the next milestone. Even it's like two hundred and fifty hours, but you know, and, and tomorrow it'll be twenty hours. Yeah, yeah go Dan with your math. Yeah. Um, so you can jump in there, uh, sign up to become a, a member of our channel, and you will get access to various different things. Uh, if we're doing certain live streams, our after dark section is um, in our members only section. So at the entry price point, so ninety nine pence, you can get in and jump into our after darks, where basically we just shoot the shit about random things. It's not necessarily game related. It's just just whatever we feel like chatting this that week uh, from we've had what we had we've had the royal rumble we've had pizza toppings we've had a bit of geoguessr so it's a very very broad spectrum type idea um so come over there jump in be fantastic uh, apple and spotify podcasts if you want to jump over there leave us a wee comment a wee five star review it'd be greatly appreciated cd keys affiliate link so it doesn't cost you any extra but if you use that link it will jump over to the just cd keys website but it gives us a little kickback on any purchases made using that link as well so it helps us support the or helps you support the channel and allows us to keep on doing these sort of fancy graphics and all that you see on the screen um, written reviews, you will have a list of them later on. Would be be Written reviews, you will have a list um, later on in the show that can be found over at xboxtavern.com. Socials have been run along the uh, screen uh, throughout the whole podcast, so there'll be some way, shape, or form at Xbox Tavern or at Xbox Tavern official. Um, and last, by no means least, the wonderful people over at Insert Coin. If you use promo code XBXTVRN for five pound off orders over fifty pound. Nice. Thank you ever so much for some rapid-fire pluggles there. We, we do enjoy a bit of uh, rapid-fire pluggles. I feel sufficiently plugged. Boop, boop. Nice, nice. All right, let's let's uh, let's do some rapid-fire news as well then, shall we, gentlemen? And obviously, there's only really one big story we should talk about, which is the culmination of what was the week of disaster. The ex- Did you know Xbox have not only Finished. have they exited the game business, they actually yep. actively are destroying video games left, right, and centre. They've yep. They've taken out um, the National Archives of Video Games. They've they come around my house 
they took my Xbox. Stealing all your physical media. Just over their knee. See all the discs that you hoard. Yeah. Gone. I mean, that Series X is a beefy boy. They just straight over their knee, snapped it in half. Um, they did, they deleted my internet. We're lucky we're here right now. Big Phil just fucking anything. It was him personally. He came round to my house and took all my games away. And he said, do you know what? Unless you're going to play on PlayStation, fuck you. And I said, oh, I've got a PlayStation. And he said, good. Good. Get on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So obviously, uh, yeah, the world, not the world, the more extreme fringes of the internet went a bit mad. When there was rumors coming out that Xbox were going to go and put a lot of games on PlayStation. Halo, Gears, Starfield. Starfield, Indiana Jones, all that sort of stuff. Um, so they had a business update event, which they uh, sort of prior advertised as a, a, a part of their podcast, which was last Thursday, 8 p.m. Yes! Yeah, you, you still got one, Phil, even though you snapped my Xbox over your knee. Um, yeah. And it was 20 odd minutes, 22 minutes, I think. Where they, I don't know if I don't know if you, what your opinion was, Ross, but they all looked very nervous and very tense. That we're sitting there with the like, I'm ready. Let me talk video games. I'm here. Um, and they basically said that four video games are coming to other platforms. They said a whole lot of nothing. That's what they said. They said a whole lot of nothing. There was a whole lot of nothing. Was, that was it. It, it. it was 20 minutes of him basically saying Xbox is good, and. Xbox games are good and Game Pass is good and also we're going to put a couple of games on somewhere else but don't worry Xbox is still good yeah. and we're going to have new Xbox and new newness and new 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 and the new new Xbox. Xbox is going to be the biggest technological leap yes and also it's Diablo 4 is out on Game Pass soon Whoa. yeah end of the month Ooh, yeah go cool. um, <laughs> yeah so they said basically four games they're not going to announce the games which I, I mean I think we can choice. I think we can work them out well, I mean, literally, like the minute afterwards, everybody was like, "Well, it's Sea of Thieves, Sea of Thieves, uh, Pentiment, Pentiment, and um, High Fire Rush, High Fire Rush, and yeah, grand. and, and let's face me, it, he, in he, the he, fucking grand scheme of things, is that really going to be the games that fucking are the downfall of Xbox? Oh my God, well, grounded is on PlayStation. This is oh what my I kind of want to get into because obviously we got into it last week, and I don't want to repeat myself too much, even though I am prone to do so, but. So what? They're, like yeah. I said, unless Phil is going to come around your house and delete off your console and say, fuck you, you're never going to be able to play yeah. this again. So what if they put Grounded or Sea of Thieves yeah. or yeah. Fuck, even Starfield or Halo, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Put, I, I jokingly said about Redfall, didn't I, in, in the it tavern is. chat, because obviously it was panned by you know everyone. But recently, the last few days, I've actually been seeing people on social media like praising the game, saying how good it is now. So it wouldn't surprise me if that somehow made its way over over the pond. I think part of that is, again, as the internet is going to internet, uh, a certain subsect of people couldn't play it because it was on one console. Boom. Now there's a risk it could, a potential, I should say, it could come to another console. It can't like, be as bad as it is. Actually, do you know what? It wasn't that bad, actually. I think it could yeah. be all right. It's quite enjoyable, actually. Yeah. I think the worst thing about this, the business update, is that it pretty much validated the Twitter grifters, as I call them, the people that basically just, you know, shovel their horse shit into people's feeds, going about the doom and gloom. And it got so bad that Microsoft actually had to come out and do this business update. Yeah, it's almost just like kind of, a just many kind of out and go, no, we're fine. That might happen down the road, but that's what we're going to tell you. By the way, Diablo 4 and Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, the problem with that is the grifters will now feel vindicated that they every time they now do this, it will... Provoke a reaction. Kind of response. 
that's yeah. i think this is the only negative thing to come out of this business update is that it's the grifters have kind of almost won yeah, yeah. That makes no, sense. i think that's why they were so like so rigid in this chair like i can't say the wrong word otherwise tim dog's gonna be upset at me and tim dog's <laughs> went mental oh man he has well, had these, proper fucking meltdowns these are some names that again like i said last week i think or the week before if you know if you know them names i've please just pretend you don't it, we, we don't I, I don't want to besmirch anyone you do you do what you got to do but the people who get really angry and upset over video games on the internet there's no need for it. There's no need for it. We're here for a good time, not a long time. Let's just enjoy yeah, our game. If someone else gets to play it, <laughs> yeah. Play like it at, the same, like, at the same time, I, I was one of these people. Redfall, I was I was hyped up to the max. I thought this game was going to be fucking incredible. The folk that made fucking Dishonored, the guys, guys that made fucking Deathloop, and it's a fucking multiplayer vampire shooter type game. This is going to be the fucking dog's bollocks and it was shit i didn't go on fucking twitter and start like having meltdowns to end my existence no i mean i did give it a pretty scathing review but that's your job title to do that <laughs> but yeah i didn't then go on on, on twitter media, and then right? drag it out for fucking day. six months yeah, um, yeah we just talked about it on a podcast for about four exactly. weeks <laughs> exactly and just slammed it left right and center um but yeah i mean yeah so they said the four games are coming um but they didn't say when they said they're going to announce it as of when the people want it, like the developers want to announce it. Uh, and they kind of had a bit of a shit sandwich where they, you know, here's, here's some good news. Uh, some games are coming. It's going to upset some people, but it doesn't matter. And then we're going to have Diablo 4 on Game Pass. We're going to have uh, June showcase to show off some un- other games we haven't shown off recently. Uh, probably, I imagine, update some Fable, maybe Perfect Dark, if we're really pulling at straws there. Yeah. And um, has and the next big yeah. game from Microsoft Studios been announced yet? Well, that, that's, that's a vow, doesn't it? Technically, yeah, obviously we knew Starfield was coming, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, Vow's yeah. the one that we're walking Got towards this year. Uh, Hellblade, Indiana Jones, um, Indiana Jones, yeah, and Aura History Untold. But then, obviously, beyond that, we've got stuff that we know about already that we haven't seen, like Fable, Fable. Perfect Dark, um, Elder Scrolls, <clears throat> Elder Scrolls Six, maybe. Um, and then they also said that they were going to hear about new hardware towards the end of the year, not necessarily think, the next gen. But are we thinking that sort of new Elder Scrolls is going to be a launch title for the next Xbox? Mm. I mean, I think that's fairly conclusive. Probably going to be a launch title for the next next Xbox. <laughs> Twenty thirty two, I hear. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, it, like you said, Ross, there's a bit of a bit of nothing, and yeah. I mean, like I said again last week, it was. I couldn't help but read all the shit that people were posted because it's so fascinating how people can get so angry over nothing. Yeah. And in the same way, I've gone back and seen, I'm not going to name any names, but there's certain people that you, you probably will have heard of that have now, you know, the, the day before they were like, oh, this is the end of Xbox. I can't believe they're going third party. They're going to ruin everything. They're going to take away our What's game. What's the point of buying an the, Xbox? Yeah. And then the day after the business update, you know, well, do you know what? At least it's only four games, and they've said that they might do more. But for now, you know, it's good that they're 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 being shut the f- just fuck off, you fucking useless cunts. You you'd literally just say to to ins- to spark up outrage, and then to go. Actually, do you know what? There was no need for that. But, but you know what I find? You know what I also find hilarious as well is so. 24 hours or 48 hours before said business update, did you see what the head of Sony said? I did indeed. Would you like to enti- en- enlighten us? So, though, not to drag it out in any way, shape, or form, big doc, big issue, but he you have has to say his name. Please tell me his name. I love his name. Dave. It's Hiroki Totoki. 
Dave. He's got the great name. Hiroki Tatoki, anyway, Karen. It basically came out and said, so, uh, you know how, like, PlayStation do, like, really good with their exclusives? Well, we launched a game recently called God of War Ragnarok, and we put it on PC, and it done really well. And there's also this game called Helldivers 2 that we made, and we launched it D&D on PC, and it absolutely blitzed the Steam charts and made us shit tons of money. So we actually think that we might just start launching our exclusives D&D on PC. The same thing that Sony and uh, PlayStation fanboys have shot all over Xbox for saying, it's not an exclusive, you can play it on PC. Sony have now said, actually, actually, that makes sense. Who would have thought that's a good idea? Yeah, actually, we, we might actually start copying it. We're not going to put them on Xbox, no, not on Xbox, but yeah. but we, we might we, 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 we might do it on PC. P- PC I, I, sounds yeah. like a good idea. I, I think Sony came under pressure from a lot of their kind of like developed what the things like Final Fantasy 16, right? It kind of it obviously it did really well, but. Had it obviously been on PC and Xbox, it would have done infinitely better. better. So I think now that the old, I can't remember the old guy's name that left Sony, I think now that he's Jim gone, Ryan, Jim, I think yeah, now Jim. that Jim Ryan's gone, it may now open up <clears throat> the free to work together more positively in the future. Yeah. Like that, that, even if it's like a month or like a six month exclusivity, you know, games like Final Fantasy shouldn't be gatekept. You know. But games it's one of the, like one of the most world famous franchises, and you're gatekeeping it onto one onto one console. But then it's games like Hell Divers, for yeah. example, I was speaking to Jay just before the show started, and it's like the Xbox ODST community is is like sort of making their own little like propaganda videos, saying like there's 120 million ODST troopers ready to deploy to whatever planets needed. Just send us the word, and we will come fight the good fight. And it's like. Helldivers 2 is the perfect cross-platform to get as many people involved yeah. as possible and make it like this huge, massive, big community type thing. Because like Phil, like Phil said in the yeah, Impressor, he, yeah. like he was like, Power World has like went fucking mental because it was game preview. We fired it in the game pass. That got tons of eyes on it. And as we were saying, Power World are now like screaming out to developers like, people, please like give us the resources needed to like develop this in a bigger idea than it already is which would have never got like because we wouldn't have, oh, we wouldn't have played it without it being a game pass because mm-hmm. it's one of those things and that's the same with Helldivers I'm not saying put Helldivers in a game pass I'm not asking for free handouts but that's the sort of game that if you'd have fired it into every console I mean the, the player base on it would have been fucking huge look at the size as it is just and, now and the thing is Helldivers we didn't even know anything about it until it released I mean, like, yeah. I, it, wasn't, it wasn't on my radar no. And all, of a sudden, and all of a sudden, it's like, hang on, this, this game I've never heard of is is now the world, well, concurrently more players in Destiny. You know, it's like, yeah. hang on, where's this come from? And, and it's only on, even, it's only on you know, two things, you know. Imagine even if Phil was mentioned this. He, he had an interview with The Verge, I think it was, and VGC, a few people around the business update they did. Um, and he was saying, like, it's great, you know, Helldivers 2, really enjoying it. It's a great game. Congratulations to PlayStation, on, you know, and on, on their dual, con- dual platform launch. And he said... But it who he can't see who it helps not being on Xbox. He's he's not saying oh I, I want it on Xbox. He's just saying if it was on Xbox, how how does that hurt you in any way? It can only benefit you. And yes, the same for, for the games <laughs> like like Grounded. I mean I've I've played Grounded at all. I don't think really. But 
who does that hurt by putting that on PlayStation? Who does it hurt by putting Sea of Thieves on PlayStation? It doesn't hurt anyone. It just nope. means you've got more people to play with across a, a broader player base, broader times, you know, time zones, and all that sort of stuff. I think it would have And there's no that. negative to it. There's literally no negative to it, other than the fact that, oh, I don't need an Xbox to play this anymore. Well, don't get a PlayStation then. Or fucking just keep the Xbox you've got if you've already got one. And play it. Excuse me, and play it. I'll get all worked up now. Ugh. Um, yeah, play it on there. Like, I, I understand to an extent people who've made an investment. That, you know, I can only buy one console. I bought an Xbox, and now you're going to put your games on another on another platform as well. But you've got the Xbox. What difference does it make? I literally like you haven't got. An, there's not an infinite amount of time in the world, unless you're a child, which I remember those days, many moons ago, where I had all the time to play all the games. But now there's so but many. They have out consoles there. by then. <laughs> it was all in uh, theatre of the mind stuff game boys um, yeah it's like it, it literally doesn't hurt anyone for you to take something like Sea of Thieves or Grounded or even Hi-Fi Rush or Pentiment um, you know I, I, I sort of push back about the, the idea of a smaller game but these games that as Phil said they've kind of reached their maximum potential where they are so why not give it to a whole new audience who might not have seen it yet it doesn't hurt anyone. You've still got it. Now they get to get it as well. Win-win yep. as far as I'm concerned. And it's it's just the, the whole stuff beforehand was nonsense. Now everybody's sort of trying to backtrack. And there's been more rumours come out since of, that they're looking at things like Flight Simulator and um, Doom to come to PlayStation and Switch and stuff as well. Which is, so what? <laughs> like, what? Literally, what difference does it make? You're going to get it. They're going to get it. Do 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 you not enjoy fun? Do you not enjoy just just playing the games? Do, do you have to play a game because someone else can't play it? Is that what gets you off? Are you really like, ah, I've got I've got flight simulator. Fuck you. <laughs> what difference does it make whether you can play it or they can play it or what? Like, it's all oh, yeah. It makes no sense. No, no, yeah, no sense to me. But the point is, it's four games. Like I said, you wouldn't announce them, but it was the four that we said earlier on. Coming at some point this year, I imagine. They haven't ruled out Starfield and um, Indiana Jones and stuff in the business. Biz I do enjoy the way Phil says business. business. <laughs> Every time I was like business. Um, he, he sort of played it down. But again, in the interviews afterwards, he said, never say never. But at the minute, there's no plans for it. But again, you're going to get mean, it. I mean, Starfield was like a massive Marmite game, wasn't it? So can you imagine that yeah. going on to Sony, like on the PlayStation? But, but even then, it does. It literally doesn't matter. No. We've, we've played it. We've got it. Now they can play it. And then yep. they can see how fucking middle of the road it is. It literally doesn't matter. Like, Oh, yeah. It, does, it makes no sense to me. But I, I, again, I know there's, there's a slight more nuance to it than I'm giving it there with, again, not everybody's as lucky to have every platform or to have access to various platforms, etc., etc., like I am. Or like we are, I should, I should say. But yeah, the, the the sort of Xbox influencers and the the ones that grifters. really get into the the grifters, like you said, Pete. They 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 wield their power not for good but for evil, and they need to calm the fucking tits and just chill out, <laughs> enjoy the video the, game. The problem is the people who wield their power for good don't on. usually get a platform. You know, He's, people kind of seem to thrive in the toxicity that is yeah. social media. And, Which again, I'm, I'm again, hands up. I couldn't stop reading it. I didn't want to, but I couldn't because it was fascinating. Well, it's great. You just grab a round of popcorn, just sit there and go. Yeah. Oh, was that so, so fascinating? I was like, 
I just cannot, just sit there and go, oh yeah, cannot, that cannot, guy's cannot, <laughs> get get my head around it. And I, I mean, I, I resisted phrases. I did put up a, t- a tweet at some point, I think, on the Tavern account, and I had some responses being like, yeah, but if they do this, then what's the point in buying an Xbox? Then don't buy an Xbox. <laughs> like, if that's what that going to bother you. That's the point you, of this update. Like, yeah, if you don't want to buy an Xbox, like, you don't just, have to. But again, at that point, it was all rumour and speculation, which turned out to be nonsense. So just Doom and gloom into the world. Wait for a minute. Let them come out. I mean, again, it was very stilted. And like you said, Ross, they didn't really say a lot in terms of what they could have said. But they also at least attempted to reassure people that they're not going to take everything away from you and give you a smack on the arse and say, fuck off. Come, come play in the fucking fields, you bastards. This, they, you know, Phil, he said about like preserving people's libraries and obviously via PC, via Xbox, as well as new hardware and, and all this sort of stuff. So just chill out. I can't. I, I'm going to keep going if if nobody stops me. So please stop me. Let's let's move on from this. Anyone else got anything else I want to mention before we move on from this uh, non nonsense and fucking in, insanity of a story and go and play some video games. We've given it all the time we need to give it, I would say. Yeah. I think that's fair enough. I think that's fair enough. So, yeah, so we'll see what happens when Pentiment comes to Switch and it turns out that actually my Xbox explodes as someone loads up and shit. Phil? Damn it, Phil. Damn you, Phil. Um, yeah, so like I said, there's interviews with The Verge with VGC and obviously the business update, which is on YouTube or podcast services, which you can go and listen to. And you can hear and see for yourself what's going on. Um... Yeah, that's about it, really. The only other news story I had in the, in the docket here was Immortals of Avium is one pound as the do- right now. If you're going, to how much it. did that break your heart? That I mean, uh, to be honest, I'm tempted to go and buy a PS5 version of it just so I've got a disc copy of it because I thought it was a fucking tremendous game. Pete, did you play Immortals of Avium? I did not. There's a demo available. I'd highly recommend checking it out. Fucking I great game. There, yeah, <laughs> but they're they're trying to get rid of their stock basically. So next time I'm in Asda, if they still got a copy on the PS5, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it will be sold out by now. I, I would imagine so, yeah. But for a pound, for a pound, for oh, yeah, a game that I mean, it I took just, me what thirty eight, hours to get through. Nintendo oh. and HMV had a massive stock clearance, and I got like, I think I got like five copies of Dishonored Complete Rare Edition for like a pound each. You know, <laughs> it was nice. like these were like seventy, eighty pound like retail, nice. and I got them for like a pound each. You know, so I paid. You... I think I paid about twenty quid for about. 25 games in the end nice. so yeah when companies do that just to get rid of their stock it's like a fire sale but they didn't never last for long i can take take advantage of it while you can right gentlemen yeah. we've been going for way longer than we were supposed to be going this evening i hope you've enjoyed the Baldur's gate chat i hope you've enjoyed us telling everybody to shut the fuck up and just play some video games regarding the uh rumor and speculation and then subsequent confirmation of literally nothing happening yeah. to the xbox platform um anyone else got anything else before to add before we wrap up here? Actually, yeah. What are your thoughts on... Uh, if you Ubisoft? say football manager, I'm going to fucking... No, no, no. no. What question. is your thoughts on inverted wingbacks, Stu? <laughs> no, inverted fullbacks. That's the new one. <laughs> Do so you agree your... with defensive wingers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck no. Uh, what do you make of Ubisoft almost kind of inventing the quadruple A video games? As oh, yeah. I've seen this. I cringe so hard. Quadruple A water physics. Fucking so quadruple A boating it. Like, fucking twice in a week, they piss me off. They've invented the quadruple A thinking, oh, yeah, it's live service is the future. 
no, it's not. Nope. And then I think the previous week, I think they said people need to get used to people. Even though you pay seventy pound for a game, you need to get used to not owning it. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, there's been a lot of talk I've... over the last couple of years about preserving physical games. It's not even preserving physical yeah, the games band. anymore. It's just preserving video games entirely. You know. My kid George was deeply upset that he can no longer play Microsoft Story Mode because they've delisted it all off the, off the store. Mm. You can uh, you can upload, you can download and install Episode One, but you cannot play or install Episodes Two to Five because they've just deleted it. So it's not even about preserving physical copies now; it's just preserving video games in general mm. and, and getting out of the service uh, bullshit. Our, our friend uh, Ryan Brown over at—is it Limited Run Games? Is that now? I forget. I don't no, want to get the wrong one. I think it's a limit. Oh yes, Ryan. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he's big on preservation and and, mm. and he does a lot of good work with that sort of stuff. But again, that's that's sort of what Phil was at getting at. Like you, he's gonna have your library accessible for a long time, at least on via PC as well as Xbox. But so this is the thing. We Phil need can't to control Ubisoft or EA turning yeah, servers exactly. off, and denying exactly. you from playing the game. I mean, Spec Ops Line vanished from existence a few weeks yep. ago because. Of reasons, and, and that's one of the back. that's regardless one of the best games story wise of all time, right? That is one definitely one of my top twenty games of all time. I'm and not, now people that are growing up video games now will never be able to play it. Yes, it's a, a tremendous game, but I mean, I don't want to spend any time really on. Yeah, sorry, I've been a bit of a, and, a, and a Did anybody try to beta of Skull and Bones? I know it's out now, but as soon as it says turn it, as soon as I heard live service, I went limp. So no. <laughs> I played the, the opening tutorial and I've got a very quick review for you. Fucking shit. And <laughs> well, I saw it, a comparison so. on, online where, like the shipboarding, where, where it was, the clip they showed two years ago to what the reality is now, it's like really different. And they've just okay. scaled everything back to what they promised. Yeah, it was it was just tedious, the, the beta I played. And I haven't seen very many reviews come out at all but i don't think the ones i've seen have been particularly positive but that's by the by we can move on from there yes yeah, fuck it fuck boats fuck quadruple water, a. Woo. And fuck quadruple a let's uh <laughs> let's get it in the bin right gentlemen <laughs> we're we're dragging on for a long long time we still got some after dark to do really quickly so let's wrap this bad boy up shall we um thank you very much for listening if you made it this far you're a fucking hero we love you check us out uh, everywhere that ross said earlier on uh, we've got some games coming to Game Pass, I believe. Ross, have you got the list in front of you? We have. I've just got the ones that are for the rest of this month. So we've got Return to Grace coming to console, PC and Cloud. These are all on... Uh, so these first two are February 20th. We've got Tales of Arise, which Ian or Grey played. Grey played. So he was I've super been, high up. I have been so close to buying it, and now I'm so happy it's coming to Game Pass now. I'm so, so glad I held off. February 20th, that's coming, and on February 22nd, we've got Inclinati on console, PC, and cloud. Nice. And and special guest, Pete, I know I'm dropping this on you. Do you happen to have the list in front of you? Yeah, or well, uh, well to... it hasn't updated, so it's, it's already left. Uh, the Echo of Star yeah. Song, uh, or that's Opos. Uh, so the, the, the list hasn't been updated, so just that's already gone. There's no updated list of what uh, what yeah. is leaving next. Yeah, so basically, all he said is no games are ever going to leave Game Pass again. That's no. that was that was part of the update, I think you said. Yeah, yeah. Part of business update. Don't uh, watch yeah, it, so. don't believe us. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that that will do there. Um, Graham was going to give us his uh, top picks of his football uh, 
football rundown this week, but obviously he's not here, so you can't do that. So let's go home. I can give you my let's... top five signings on FM if you want. No, let's move on. Right, gentlemen, <laughs> thank you very much for joining me. You know, there's a glitch, Jamie. There's a, there's, a... <laughs> there's a glitch, she. Did you not know about this glitch? You can say it anybody. Um, do you know, I did not know, and I'm not entirely sure I care, but... <laughs> You should. <laughs> you can tell me all about it after we finish here. But for now, I've been Jamie. You can find me at Enexan on Twitter slash Xbox, everywhere you want to find me. Uh, you can find Ross. At Scottish Croft. And Pete. At Peter Caninch. Nice. Go find us. Go join us. Go play some video games and enjoy yourselves. Remember, hashtag be nice. Be nice, friends. you cunts. And uh, we will see you next week at 8 p.m. Hey! Pip.